0: G'day, I'm Scott Sanders and welcome to the Reach Australia podcast. Reach Australia's vision is to see thousands of healthy, evangelistic, multiplying churches across Australia. And today, we've got Mission for the Small Church with Liam Doyle from Lake Mac Church. Now this Learning Lab is part two. So if you haven't listened to part one, jump back in and listen to that first. So this is part two with Liam Doyle, all about Mission for the Small Church.
1: Now this second chunk, I did say it's about events, but I've I've written a little sentence that I think (laughs) helps frame that a bit better. And that is, it's um, so we want to pastor our people in mission. First chunk. Second, we want to provide intentional opportunities to move people towards faith. Um, So as a church, as a pastor, as someone who maybe uh, has more evangelistic sensitivity, who knows, uh, our job is to help. Um, engage people's friends, their contacts, in ways that they might not be able to do um, as easily. Um, But first, just got to come back to talking about outcomes. Um, So, it's just so regular, and we've we've even slipped into it over times Running events without outcomes, you can just end up patting yourself on the back, saying, oh, isn't that great? Uh, We ran a gingerbread house making day, we had 150 people, woo! You know, uh, we ran a good event, and the input becomes the celebration. Uh, If you don't know what you're trying to achieve with that event, there is no way of measuring whether it was a success. Um, So you get 150 people along to a gingerbread house, but only five of them were unbelievers. Wow, that is a lot of input in a very big event. If the outcome was actually to connect unbelievers with church, hey, we've missed something here. We haven't done a great job at connecting people. Uh, On the other side of this, you know, we, just as COVID was reopening, we had... um, uh, restrictions in our venue—we could only have 90 people, so we ran this smoky barbecue. I had 50 unbelievers RSVP to coming up, coming along, which was really exciting um, because people had been bringing two or three or four friends, uh, but that meant I could only fit legally 40 Christians in the room. Now you might be thinking, fantastic, you know, what a great event with all those unbelievers there. The problem was. Um, they weren't welcomed in by Christians. So one of our goals for that event was actually to expo- expose unbelievers to the Christian community so that they could meet some other Christians and realise, oh, it's not just my one weird friend Jim who's a Christian. I got to sit at a table with six of Jim's Christian friends. That, that's the ideal, I reckon, for those events is that, oh, this was a... So that, that, the goals of that... And so in a way, that event failed. We had heaps of non-Christians there, and they all had a good time, you know, so I think it succeeded to a point. Um, but but because the outcome was actually we want to help them meet other Christians, I should have capped the, you know, um, leave a number at 30 so that we could have 60 Christians there. That'd be two Christians every uh, non-Christian, so that um, they could meet some other Christians. So you we've got to be thinking outcomes for everything we do. Um, so we've got to have our eye to outcomes. Um, and... What, the way we think about our events across a year, um, again, being a small church, we can't run 60 events, we've got to pick pretty carefully, um, but I want to think of uh, events as entry points, either into faith or into exposure to the Christian community or to Jesus, uh, and recognising that uh, my different friends or our, our congregation's uh, unchurched friends are going to be at different levels of what they're ready to experience. Um, some of them will be ready to commit to a seven-week Christianity explored course. Fantastic. Let's make sure we run that course so that they'll be in. Other people say, "No, no. There's no way I'm signing up to anything for multiple weeks." But I might turn up at church for a you know an interesting topical sermon. And other people say, "No way. Am I going to church? Uh, you know, I'm not going to darken the door." Oh, but I might come to a an event. You know, like a. One we run, which is a how to butcher a sheep one, where there's a pretty intense talk about death. Hey, I might be ready to come to that where hey, it's not church, but I'm going to hear a bit of a talk. Uh, Other friends might be so anti church or anti religion that hey, they're not even ready for an event where there'll be a talk, but they might be ready to have a meal with me or they might be ready to um, come to a social event where there's not really much overt. Um, So that's what we think. We think across our events, I want to provide for the whole spectrum, or as many as we can, the, the whole spectrum of where our different friends might be so that wherever they are at, we can provide a plug-in point for them to just start to enter into the Christian community and into the good news of Jesus and move, you know, one step to the right. It would be some language, the, the vine growers, or further down the funnel or along that pathway. So we want, them, we want there to be an outcome for to, to them to move uh, but we also want to make sure that we haven't just got one entry point for them um, and make sure that there's, there's different levels um, to that, that bar. So we, we often, uh, we talk about it a, bit, a little bit like a funnel or a pathway. Um, there's a lot to talk about, there's sort of mission funnel. So you have your, so the way we describe it is we, we use a, the C's, the um, Stuart Star, I don't know if he coined them, but I borrowed them from him. Um, so uh, connect, care, communicate, commit, the four C's. Um, so we'll run events that are either a one C, two C, three C, or four C event. Um, so, uh, well, we generally only run two C events. So, a Connect Care event uh, would be like our Smoky Barbecue Night. We run a family event, uh, so all ages. We put on a whole slather of uh, amazing food, and and really the only thing we say gospelly at that, uh, from the front, is that uh, things like smoked brisket and bacon are little tastes of heaven. You know, they're little tastes of God's love for us. Uh, it's like the, the ice cream taste scoop uh, at the, uh, at the gelat, Gelatissimo. You know, it's not really the ice cream, it's just the taste. Um, so if you think brisket's good, ju- you come along to church, you come and check out uh, Jesus, and you'll find he's got so many more uh, amazing things in being part of his family, so come check it out. And that's the input, because the goals for that event, it's two-seat. we want to connect with people and we want to care for them. So the goal for that event, very clear, we want people to feel more connected with the church community, more comfortable, and to have felt loved by the Christian community. Now, if that was all we ran missionally, you know, that's a big jump there from there to committing to a course. Um, but that's, that's a 2C event. A 3C event uh, would be, for example, a um, uh, butchery event we run where we uh, show people how to chop up a sheep. Uh, talk about the reality of death. Really push people. Hey, you need to check out Jesus. So we've we've communicated. You are going to die. There is judgment coming at that, and the best way to to deal, well, the only way to deal with that is to come to Jesus. So uh, we don't. It's not a full blown gospel presentation, but there is communication. So it's a three C event. Uh, so it's sort of stepping it up, um, and then the full sort of four C, which would be connect, care, communicate, and commit, would be say a life series where the gospels explained. Uh, I think in enough detail uh, where we could feasibly call someone to commit to Jesus, to make a decision. Um, and, and so, you know, that's the funnel. You've got the, the broad catch, 2C, uh, it gets a bit narrower, one, uh, 3C, and then it's uh, narrower again as you get to your 4C. Uh, but having said that it's a funnel, uh, I think reckon it's more like a coin spinner. Uh, in uh, in reality. Do you know the, the ones in the supermarket usually raising money for the guide dogs or something where kids put their coins in and they run around and around and around and around? Uh, that's the way we've seen mission work more, more often than people going yep, I came, event, I came to this event, then I came to this event, then I came to this event, then I became a Christian. We're actually seeing people cycle around. So some people, that has been their trajectory. They've come to a, you know, we've got a lady who's uh, she's a Christian, she's in one of my home groups. Her first taste was a, I think it was a dessert night. Then she signed up for life. Then she became a Christian. Started going to church somewhere in there. Um, yeah, how exciting is that? Boom, 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 that's the dream. But in reality, often it's cycling. Um, so someone is so far from the gospel and from church, they're gonna have to go to a few of these 2C events. They're, they're going around. Now I say coin spinner, because I hopefully they are coming down the funnel. Yeah, hopefully they are coming a bit closer, but it might be two, three, four, five, six connecting events before they step into the next one. Um, mm-hmm. And depending on the size of your church and your capacity to how many to run those, that might be over a number of years, that they're just slowly connecting into the Christian community and then eventually, oh, yeah, I am ready to check out this. Um, so that's, that's, uh, that's, that, that's, that's the way I think about it, the, the coin spinner. Um, how to do events. Uh, And please uh, ask some questions on this. Uh, But I reckon the big thing you want to have running around your head when you think about uh, things to invite unbelievers to is do less of them and do them well. And do your utmost to never run a dud event. Uh, And I don't think I can stress this enough. Um, So when I was in Orange, um, I I brought my dad along to an event uh, who, who is an unbeliever. And... Uh, he he doesn't come to anything, and I finally got into an event, and it wasn't good. Uh, it was, and it was I, yeah, it, and I reckon it took five years to undo the damage that event did. And I tell you what, I'm still struggling. I've I've forgiven uh, the speaker in my heart, but I I remember that, and I'm still struggling uh, to kind of get over that. Now, uh, you can imagine. Uh, what that's going to do to the trust of your people if they have put their relationships on the line, uh, maybe it's family, maybe it's friends, brought them along to an event and it just didn't hit the mark. You you have lost years of traction and it's going to take a whole lot of work to get them to trust you enough to, to risk another relationship with something you're going to put on. And um, the, their, their unbelieving friend... Um, Hey, they might be turned off. You know how terrible to be turned off by the gospel for something that's tasteless or that just wasn't run run well enough. And when I say run well, it doesn't have to be professional. It doesn't. I'm not saying it has to be smooth or slick or bigger than Ben Hur, um, but to your capacity, um, work, you know, run less, uh, run them better, do them as best you can. Um, uh, for example, for us, um, so we run the life series. So we run it as a five week series as a kind of pre-Christian explored. Um, That's where it fits into our funnel, if you like. When we first launched the Life Series, I reckon we were averaging about 60 people, including kids at church. Um, and, And we don't have other churches locally that we could partner with to sort of do a a nice big series together. So there was a bit of vibe in the room. Actually had that advice from someone, hey, partner with some other local churches. I went, I I can't partner with them to do this. This isn't gonna work. So what we did instead was we canceled home groups for five weeks and we had pushback from that. But we canceled home groups and said, you are not allowed to have your small groups. Instead, we want you at life. Uh, And if you can't make life, you know, we had groups say, oh, we'd rather just run small group instead of life. I went. Sorry, you're not allowed, <laughs> because this is something we're all on about. Um, and and yeah, I didn't just say that from the front. I went and had conversations. But that was an opportunity to push people who were been a bit selfish and give them that personal nudge and general rebuke that, hey, why is it that you're not willing to do this? Uh, and that did a couple of things. I think we probably only had two non-Christians at that first live series, um, but we would have had nearly 40 adults there. And the non-Christians, it wasn't like there was a clear badge who was a Christian, who wasn't. So there were 40 people in the room for this live series. It, it felt fantastic. In reality, almost every adult in our church was there. The only ones who weren't was the ones who were home with the kids. Um, and and that, was, that was great. The other thing that that did, and I, I, if you've got a series that you're convinced of, that you're struggling to get traction for your, your people, is invite them to come and give them permission to come without bringing a friend. So we said that, hey, you come along for this series. Um, find it out hopefully you'll be so convinced by it that you'll say I wish I bought my friend I want to bring them back next time
0: well no doubt you found this podcast helpful my prayer is that you've got one or two things you can implement with your team in the next two to three months now the Reach Australia podcast is part of the Reach Australia podcast network so if you like this podcast you might also like the one thing where you'll walk away with one solid practical tip for gospel Centre ministry every week. Or you might like the Church Planting Australia podcast. The title pretty much says what it is. It's all about church planting. Or you might like homegrown faith. You get an opportunity to hear from Richard and Joe about everyday theology. So check out the Reach Australia podcast network.